Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride, a fun theme parks podcast ride thing hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions and maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I'm here with my co-host, Adrian Hamilton. We are two diehard fans of the themed-out world, and we started this show because we know that cool people, they like this stuff too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting theme nerds and have a few beverages while we're at it. So uh, what ride should we go on today? Foolish Earthlings, the politics of theme park rating systems have failed. You have not yet given Kang and Kodos twirl and hurl a perfect score. The sheer audacity of your negligence. Go ahead and try not to tremble under the monumental force that is an off-the-shelf amusement-type spinner ride. Prepare to be doomed, puny Earthlings. Doomed! Well, to save humanity, we owe it ourselves to get to Springfield. Let's get some drinks and some facts. We're going to be right back. Yeah, yeah, Adrian. Are you? Can you do the Bartman? Did you? Did you call me Fartman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Fartman. Um, I can now. I mean, I've interpreted. I did an interpretive dance while it was going on. Because how could you not? Absolutely. I, I I remember that song coming out like when I was in like fourth grade, and it being the coolest thing. And then I listened to it today, and I was like, this thing has a, a forty-five second intro where it's just instrumental. Like, what kind oh. of rap song is this? It's one. It's about the Simpsons rap song. Yeah. By the way. I think you missed your calling, and you should have been an announcer on an octopus slash uh, space slash <laughs> Simpsons slash Dumbo ride. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that was pretty damn close. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've been working on my Kang and Kodo. My, just my Kang. You know, fuck Kodos. I've been working on my yeah. Kang all morning. Team Kang. Okay. <laughs> Herman Kang. If you did it for more than a morning, I'd be concerned. So it sounds like just the round of, right amount of practice for this attraction. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, as we all know, this is a drinking game show, so first off, we need some drinks. Uh, today, we're going to be taking it to the garden, Duff Garden. We're going to keep it real simple with some good, clean American beer, Duff. I mean, Bud, or fuck it, whatever, whatever you're into. Uh, if you want to pretend that Duff Beers makes a mango-infused Heffenweizen, fucking go for it. I'm not going to judge you. Our alien overlords might judge you, but I won't. So we're drinking beers today? We're just drinking beers. This is my kind of a fucking ride. Yeah. <laughs> you, got me, uh, you got me all jazzed off the Heine uh, yeah, the last, la- the last episode. This week we're doing Duffs? Yeah. What's next week? Who knows? Stay tuned. Just vodka. Straight vodka. <laughs> yeah. Just in, just injected through an IV and mainlined. Uh, uh, well, cheers. Yeah, I cheers. Mean, cheers. Cheers uh, to beers. Absolutely. So uh, now that we have our bevs, Adrian, tell me uh, what's your sweet ceramic of the week? So um, I, I don't have a Simpsons mug, you know, because I'm not a white male. So I... Uh, 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 white male early 30s exactly so um i had to find the closest thing the simpsons is kind of like ridiculous but also smart so i'm drinking out of my um sorcerer and the stone villains um uh mug which oh, has you know, our, 
our favorite Archimedes and all those people because they are also um, ridiculous and smart. Mad Madam Mad Mim. Madam Mim. I love yes. Mad Madam Mim. And it's purple, and I feel like it's a very Simpsons color. Sure, yeah, totally. The brighter, uh, the better. Today, I'm. I also am not drinking out of a Simpsons mug, but I am drinking out of my Duff beer uh, beer koozie that makes yes, any beer are. a Duff beer. Yeah, and I do enjoy the Duff font. Oh, it's super nice. It's super like fun, and it uh, looks like a cartoon in your hand right now. Yeah, exactly right. Isn't it great? Yeah. I it's love like it. Pooh Frame Roger Rabbit meets the real world, like the way like it's cartoons in the real world. It's happening right in front of me, right then and there. Um. All right, so let's uh let's get into this this ride. Uh, today we're going we got to a be big doing, one today, everybody. Today we're going to be doing Kang and Kodos Twirl and Hurl. Uh, it is located in Springfield, USA, section of the Universal Orlando Resort. It was uh, brought to light in August 11th, 2013, uh, and it came in with the Springfield, USA land expansion of the park. Uh, this land, this area was originally the location of the Expo Center, which was an area of Universal Orlando that included the, the recently, as in last week, covered E.T. adventure. Uh, it also covered the Animals Actor stage show, Fievel's Playland, and crowd favorite and lost legend, Back to the Future. Uh, the area of Kang and Kodos uh, was where a hot dog cart was. So, uh, pretty, <laughs> an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty big improvement there, Universal Creative. I'm I'm proud of you. you guys yeah, I mean, that that actually is plus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. An addition without a subtraction is wonderful. That's a one. That's they should all happen that way. Take out a hot dog, dog cart, <laughs> add a a weird, funny little spinner ride. Cool. Some people might choose a hot dog over this ride, though. We don't know. And no judgment. That's true. That's true. Um, so uh, what is it? Uh, you know, it's it's uh, silly humans are captured and forced to attack their fellow man uh, using the flight path of their flying saucer, uh, activating targets that bear the faces of different Springfield citizens as they pass by. Uh, in true spinner fashion, uh, the Kang and Kodos twist and uh, twirl and hurl is an aerial carousel. Drink up for aerial carousels. Ooh, aerial yeah. carousels. My favorite word of the pod. Oh, yeah. This one is manufactured by Zemperla. Uh, that's right. Our favorite theme park flat ride is back. And, uh, you know, in a slightly different form. Just when you thought we were done talking about them, they're back. These things back. won't die. Guess they who's back? won't die. Not the Back to the Future ride. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is shady. It is shady over there. Uh, So uh, this spinner ride is a little bit different in that the narration that goes on is really funny. Uh, You know, it's in the Simpsons land. Everything's kind of a joke over there, which is awesome. Uh, It kind of hits different different levels. Uh, You know, like a kid is going to get something different out of it than an adult. Um, Or if you're a Simpsons fan, you're going to get a lot out of it, which is amazing. Um, this ride is, uh, you know, it's got Kang and Kodos as the, um, the those, those alien overlords, and they are the narrators, uh, and they're pretty much just like making fun of Earthlings and rides and fun itself. They make fun of fun in this ride, 
which is kind of great. And that's a skill. Yeah, that is a skill. Uh, also, the ride is kind of is gamified with uh, the targets of the residents of Springfield uh, that trigger sound and other effects uh, if you match the height of your saucer to like the to the target, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a height requirement of 48 inches to ride alone, um, but no height restriction if you have uh, an adult with you. And uh, it has express pass access. Not that you would ever need it because uh, don't wait in line for this ride. This this is, <laughs> this is a ride like, that's not for cues, <laughs> you know? As, just as you won't, you don't rope, dro- rope drop Ariel's, um, you know, journey in in magic kingdom don't express pass this ride exactly exactly (laughs) uh the land and the ride were created by universal creatives mark woodbury and john curfino along with matt groaning and the simpsons team uh woodbury worked on islands of adventure the wizarding world of harry potter and volcano bay while corfino worked on despicable me uh minion mayhem and jurassic world so uh, we got some like pretty heavy hitters that were involved in uh more in the land, to be honest, than with this ride. I mean, this ride is kind of just like an off-the-shelf spinner. So, um, to the creatives, yeah, but to Cheers. the creatives, to uh, to Woodbury and Corfino, it sounds like a like a law team. Yeah, Woodbury and Corfino, injury attorneys. Have you been hit by a flying saucer lately? <laughs> Call Woodbury and Corfino. One eight hundred. I hurt. <laughs> 1-800, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> uh, uh, so both of those dudes are, are lifers. They've been part of the Universal Creative Team for 30 years plus. So they, they're they like in it to win it. That's a phrase. That That is one. I just said it. I, I'm, I know. <laughs> now, it, now it's happened. Uh, each of the, the several saucers that flies around the, the base has its own name. Uh, so you know what that means. Game time. Step right up and win a prize. Which of the following is not a name of the saucer? Get it wrong and drink five. Get it right and I'll have them. Okay. So I'm going to name, now I'm going to name a bunch of them. You name the one that's not, not a name of one of these ships. Okay. Okay. Barf Simpson, Ronald Reagan, Mai Tai Fighter, Old Iron Glorp, Vomit Comet. Citizen Kang or Hindenburg. I don't want any of them to not be a name. I love them all. I know, um, right? <laughs> uh, uh, what was the second one you said? Ronald Reagan. No, well, okay, what was after that? That is really funny. My Tie Fighter. I think it's that one. Uh, My Tie Fighter uh, is a nod to Star Wars and is a name of one of the saucers. Oddly okay. enough, oddly enough, uh, you know, both Star Wars and The Simpsons are now owned by Disney, even though they are showing up in Universal Parks. So, interesting. Okay, so my type of what is it? Uh, I'll vo- drink. Vomit Comet is. Uh, oh, I like that one. one. Yeah. Hmm, I like anything that referenced puking. Yeah. Well, then this this rides for you because it's. I mean, this ride, by the way. Pearl. We don't even have to think of a special name for the episode. It's already named. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, the land, um, Springfield has lots of mini games throughout it. Uh, they were built, uh, in front of the future dark ride show, um, the Simpsons ride. Uh, it also has, uh, 
a bunch of different like eating eating areas. It's got uh, a whole food court that has all of your Simpsons favorites like Moe's Tavern and Cletus's Chicken Shack and Krusty Burger and all that. Uh, and then next to um, Kang and Kodos is the is Duff Gardens, uh, where you can have yourself a Duff beer out in the uh, mm. the nice Florida sun. <laughs> It's, it's actually a really nice place to like take a break in the middle of the day and uh, and just like you know have a nice cold beer. You're right on the the lagoon, which is pretty great. It's um, a pretty area. Yeah, it is a pretty area. It's very colorful there, and like kind of it's it's just like a little bit too loud in general in this land, I think. But that's fine. Um, oh, you feel, see, I feel like it's always like, and it's it's not ever as crowded as other lands. That's true. It's it's like pretty spacious. Like all the walkways are really really wide and. It is loud, but if you want to get away from people, it's a good respite. Yeah, I agree. And there there are places like towards the water, towards the lagoon that aren't as loud and definitely don't have very many people. So um, mm-hmm. it is a good place to like, yeah, get away for a little while. Uh, some other uh, some other Simpsons spots that they have are like the Lard Lad Donuts, the Bumblebee Man's Taco Truck. Yeah. And uh, and like a ton of different like uh, Instagram worthy photo ops throughout the land. And the big the big um, donut, dude. The Lard Lad donut is. Have you ever, have you had it? It's amazing. Yes. It is so big. It's like it's so big. It's like it's two heads. Yeah. It's like it's bigger yeah. than your face. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like getting a pizza for your family. That's like a donut. Yeah. And it's delicious too. It's like a it's yeah. like a good donut. It's not a like it's not donut. sugar. Yeah. Um, Springfield, man. Canyon Kodos uh, was the last experience to be opened up in Springfield. So they kind of built the whole land out and then they added this um, to kind of like, I guess, bolster their like kiddie rides. You know, like they don't have a whole ton of uh, rides for the for like kids other than like the the Woody, the Woodpecker coaster and like you know, the final land. The well, that's Seuss, uh, yeah, yeah. Seuss Landing. I mean, but that's that's also in a different park. You know, if you oh, true. Yeah, if you. See, like, I, I kind of consider ticket. it all one big park. I yeah, really, I mean, just, I I always I get a hopper. Just do that at a certain point. Like, just call it Universal Studios. Sure. Um. Other than Weird. other than like you know the ticketing and stuff, it probably helps them out to like make people do hoppers because it's it is a perfect setup to like do both parks and you know in a weekend type thing. I feel like it's the same thing about how, like, in Disneyland and, like, having Disneyland California, it's, like, it's just, I, I don't know. It, I, I, it's that same feel of, like, they're right next to each other and, like, I associate them the same. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So um, this ride's located, uh, you know, like, right against the lagoon. It's got fantastic views. Um, but a little tip is that it usually shuts down during, uh, the cinematic spectacular, um, which is their nighttime show. Um, or at least it was their nighttime show. I'm not sure what they're doing now post COVID. I think that they had installed a lot of, uh, different waterworks like right before COVID. So I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not hundred percent sure what they're doing now, but, uh, nevertheless, I'm pretty sure that they would continue to shut down this ride and not run it during nighttime spectaculars because it it's kind of distracting. It's very colorful and like bright lights and stuff. So if you're trying to like pay attention to something that's on the lagoon and you have, you know, a big bright thing twirling around next to you, it's kind of annoying. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't plan to, to ride it at night. 
I mean, don't plan to ride it. Like, don't don't plan it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's true. This is <laughs> if not it happens. It happens. Yeah, this you is not a plan for a ride. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like we typically at this point talk about like our initial memories and thoughts, but. You, I got a thought. You got a thought. I love okay. a ride that calls me stupid when I get on it. Like, <laughs> fucking hysterical. Like, the first thing he says is you're stupid. Yes. <laughs> and I love that. Because <laughs> stupid is the best word. It is a it's great one. It's a great word. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love I love the fact that uh, Kang and Kodos, like, are, are just trolling you the entire time. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, I, it is genuinely funny. And yes. it's so self-aware that it's just a stupid... Aerial carousel drink like it's aware of that and it knows and it's like uh, this is ridiculous let's make fun of it you can't beat that because it, there's nothing more annoying <clears throat> triceratops spin than an aerial carousel that tries to be like a real ride totally totally and this and the, yeah this does not try, this does not try <laughs> it, no, it, it knows what it is you, I, i'm a it's and when it's calling you stupid, it's really calling itself stupid. We of see course. in others what we see in ourselves. Oh, wow, that just got deep. <laughs> this ride just hopped on the couch. Wow. Lay down, ride. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I, I think with without any further ado, let's let's just you want you want to drink this ride? I mean, I'm glad you chose beer because I think we're gonna be drinking. We're we're gonna get it done. We're gonna get it done right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drink that ride time. Uh, Trap so, music for rides. You know it. So this is a drink the difference game where we're going to rank the ride on a series of categories and take a drink after each of the categories. The shittier the ride is, the drunker you get. I hope you brought your drinks with you because you're going to need a backup. 12 package up. You know, you know. Uh, so the way that it works is if the category is out of five and you rank it a three, then you're going to take two uh, sips, two chugs, two shots, two gargles, two nips. Uh, from your from your lovely duff, um, if you if you want to take a, a a nice sip of tea, that's also fine. We're not we're not here to to uh, force alcohol down your gullets. Just make sure you you cool it down before you before sip you it. chug that tea. Yeah, extreme tea is a a real problem. Absolutely, in England, yeah, specifically. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got a problem with extreme chamomileing. <laughs> Can I'm kneeling so hard right now. <laughs> uh, I nodded out after that sleepy time. It was crazy. Oh, man. Um, so we got five categories. We have uh, the queue, which is worth five points. Length of ride, which is five points. The thrill level, that's also five points. Then we do immersion, which is the sights, the sounds, and the ride vehicle. That's worth ten points. And then finally we have our, our fun round. This is the dark horse category. It's worth the most points, and that's worth 25 points. Um, so we start at the start and that's the queue. 
Uh, this queue is outdoor. It's unadorned. It's pretty basic, uh, but it is right next to that lagoon. Has some of the the best views um, across the water to London and the San Francisco areas of the park. Um, so, I mean, it it does have like some of the best views in in the whole park. Um, there's also like some funny signs and like funny audio that's throughout the the bad queue, and then. It's covered, so you know at least you have that going for you. You're really pushing for that too, aren't you? I, I like, mean, come on, give it a two. Don't just give it a one. It's tough, right? <laughs> like, what do you do? Well, I mean, you're right that um, it's better than a lot of other aerial carousel and outdoor um, cues that have nothing yeah. to look at. Like Triceratops Spin, you're looking at nothing. A dirty parking lot, yeah. Yeah, um, and here you do have some time to absorb some of the jokes that if you only could hear when you were on the ride, it, it would be difficult to get to get them all. Absolutely, but at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword because if there's any kind of a line for this ride, don't wait for this ride. <laughs> you know, like, so if, if there's a line, right. like, you're not, you're never going to take advantage of this queue because, like, you shouldn't be waiting in this queue. No. So... I, I I mean, I am pushing for the two, and I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a two, a two. Oh, look at that. Two. two. Two twos. And I'll drink three. Ditto. D- on my way to hurl. I'm on oh, my way yeah. to twirl. <laughs> Length of ride. This is a two-minute ride with two to three passengers, uh per car so it has an hourly capacity of who gives a shit um, <laughs> this is getting for me uh i mean this is too short right it's although it's an aerial carousel wait a minute though wait a minute wait a minute you can't say it's too short because like it's two minutes you said yeah okay in comparison to that the teacups is a minute and three seconds <laughs> that's so short <laughs> Why is that? How is that possible that they could have uh, people wait and then it's a minute and three second ride? That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. a, a two minute, like, and I don't even know. Like, I wish I had the numbers on how long Dumbo is, but I think it's shorter than two minutes. I think it's like a minute 30. I think you're right. I think you're right. It uh, was a minute 30. So I don't think this can be a one because it's at least getting a little more time than other aerial carousels or other like shitty rides of its elk. It's yeah. got to be two again. Okay, um, you know what? You you sold me. It was going to be a one, but now I'm um, I'm with you. We're going. We're we're twosing it up. Two, drink three. Drink three. <sighs> wow, Duff, your man's best friend. You Duff it again. I thought it was a dog, but it is Duff that is man's best friend. Is that a quote from The Simpsons? No, that's a quote from me right now. Oh. <laughs> um, thrill level is our next category. This is worth five points. Uh, huh. <laughs> now, try to get the two on this one. <laughs> my, first, my, first note, my first note is not super thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's a classic flat aerial carousel. Think Dumbo, but with comical aliens. Um. On the plus side, this is a children's ride that will be entertaining for adults. Not thrilling, but entertaining. Um, 
you know that it, it's it's interesting because like this this ride the signage makes you think that you're gonna like spill your churro right like it makes you think that like oh I'm gonna twirl and hurl and like you know it's gonna yeah. be this rough thing like uh, there's pixie dust spreaders waiting in the wings exactly ready to- a regular old code V yeah uh but in reality the top speed is 13 miles an hour and um it's it's like not you don't you don't spin you just go around in a circle you know like if those if those saucers like spun on themselves like at the end of the arm if they needed more more hurling i think like that's actually a great idea those saucers should have spun it would be cool if they did like a teacup ride. That's not even an expensive fix. Yeah, like a teacup ride in, in the air. In the sky. Yeah, Maybe pretty, it actually would be a little more interesting. That would be more interesting. And you had the control of the spinning. So you could really make yourself hurl out while you're up there. Or you could just sort of sit back and relax like I do on the teacups where I just put my arms around the cup and just say, I'm here for the tea. <laughs> Got a chamomile problem. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you fix that ride. Somebody I fix that ride, but it's not that right now. So it would be it's not that ride right now. Yeah, it would be thrilling if it was that ride. However, it is not that ride, and therefore, I have not talked myself into giving it a two. So it's going to be a one to me. It is a one for me as well. I it did not get the two. Drink four. Oh boy. Mm. <sighs> Oh, wow. You know, there might be some hurling on this ride after all. Okay. So, uh, immersion. This includes the sights, the sounds, the ride vehicle. Uh, this is really cute. You know, the ride like, vehicle's cute. It's really cute. Uh, it's got Kang sitting, like, in the center. His tentacles, like, His go eyeball. out go out to each of the, the arms of the, of the aerial carousel. His eyeball moves around. Uh, they're pumping in, uh, you know, fun, funny stuff the entire time. There's a gamified, uh, you know, thing to this ride where you can make, uh, make the Simpsons characters like spin, like spin around their little like faces, like will spin around if you match your height of your saucer to them. So like they're doing stuff that other aerial carousels don't do. There's also like a lot of like cool alien lights and stuff like that. And like the, I like the signage for it. There's they are doing things in immersion better than other aerial carousels. Yes, and so. those ride vehicles are very cute. I mean, like um, Disney ripped that off for alien swirling saucers, like down to the color. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. that I, I think that there's sort of a universal like thought of what an, a sauce an alien saucer looks like, so it's hard to veer too much of that. But um, they're almost identical in shape and color. Uh, and so they're very cute. I, I love a photo in, in one of these uh, little 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 cuties. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it is like a nice little like photo spot. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as like when we're talking about immersion, though, like when I feel it, when I think about immersion, I'm thinking like, does this ride take me out of wherever I am? Yeah, like do you feel like you're in a cartoon during this? And no, no. But I think that the ride is also aware of that, um, which is why it can't be. I can't give it a, so low in this category. Yeah, it's I agree. I agree. Like this is not. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not bottom barreling here. 
I think for me, I think that, uh, you know, immersion is such a, it's such a tough category because like, you know, we know what a truly immersive ride is. Like we, last week I gave a perfect immersion out, you know, like right. to, to ET because it's like, it's such an amazingly immersive experience. Can this, I have a question to you, um, 30 something white male? What is this character in the Simpsons? So, uh, they are two alien uh, siblings from uh, the planet Rigel Seven. Are, are they a television show, or are they like no. a, a part of the cast? No, so they they literally are aliens that come down to take over the world, and they do it during um, like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. So like like every Halloween, uh, the Simpsons put on like a special episode called the Treehouse of Horror, and that's they've been doing it for I don't know thirty years, and so they've been on multiple of those. Okay. Yeah. And this and this um, this guy, this octopus uh, alien, looks like the one in the cartoon. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. So like, I'm just I need to formulate a better opinion of my immersion uh, score here. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a five. And it's like no, the right, it's like the right size too. Like in the, sh- in the show, like he's, he's like big. So, um, I, I I'm think stuck between a four and a five and I, but I feel like Ty goes to the right. I'll give it a five. That's, that's where I was thinking too. I think I'm going to give it a six. A couple points. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. okay. Yeah. And how'd this baby do in the technical rounds? Oh Mr. yeah. Ryan. Okay, so uh, four technical rounds. We have uh, 11 points from me, 10 points from you. So uh, we've got a, a average of 10.5. Ty goes to the ride, so an average of 11 as of right now out of 25. And we're coming into the fun category. So uh, fun category is the Dark Horse. It's worth 25 points total. And this ride's more fun than it should be. You know, sure, yeah. yeah, and and funny is fun. Funny, I don't is know fun. if anybody in the audience knows that, but funny is fun. I'm saying I'm dropping a bomb here. Funny is fun, and um, so yeah, like you know, we don't get enough of it. A lot of things take themselves very seriously in these parks that we love. Um, yeah, just literal, try to just try to go to Ollivanders and crack a joke, see what happens. Oh, they hate it. They throw you out. <laughs> Back to Hogsmeade, you go. Um, but I'm just saying, a lot of things kind of take themselves a little, a little seriously. Uh, a lot of a- other aerial carousels, apart from Aladdin's magic carpets, do take themselves a little seriously. Um, so, you know, it is fun. I agree. And it's not, it's, like you said, it's not, a, it's not a. You're not going to wait in line for this. It's not going to be a planned part of your day. You're going to walk past it, especially if you're with a little kid. You're going to say, let's go in those spaceships and ride around for a minute or two and then be on with our day. Let's go get a beer after. Let's get a hot dog. Let's get a a massive donut. It's part of the land. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know why I'm yelling. (laughs) I think, I think that you're now, uh, you know, a mega fan of, of these two aliens. I'm arguing for the ride. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so, uh, I don't know, Adrian, what are you, where are you at? 25 points to give. Um, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not, obviously this is not a great, this is not, you don't go to Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure, whichever one of the same park this is in, to go on this ride 
Um, so, you know, that that's obvious. We all know that listening to this episode. But do, do you have fun in, for, in those two minutes that they deliver? Yeah, they pack a lot into two minutes. So I'll give them a 13 in fun. You just stole my score. I thought 13 was a fun number because it's kind of like yeah, a little, a, the fun of the numbers. A little dastardly. 13 and 69. I can't give it a 69. Yeah, that'd be too high. <laughs> <We're> 13. <laughs> and the, the new winner of the Doom, of the Doom Buggy race. Wait a minute. <laughs> Kang wait a minute, Ryan. and Kodos. Wait a minute, Ryan. I'm gonna, you know what? Um... I don't know. Is that is that a little too low? Because what what was our lowest ride? Was how much did the the Triceratops spin get? We're doing okay. It's still higher than it. Triceratops spin got a, a score of twelve total, and you just gave this ride a thirteen in fun. So <laughs> I think we're okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, no, there was a moment when we were at thrill where I was like, ah, shit, is this a contender for worst ride ever? No, it can't. And I was like, no, it can't be. This is not the worst ride ever. This, this, there is fun to be had here and it made up for it where it counted in immersion and in fun. And, uh, I'm also giving it a 13. So I've given it 24 points out of 50. You've given it 23 out of 50. Um, 23.5 23.5 is the average. Ty goes to the ride. So it has a score of 24. Cute. I think it that broke that's. 20. Yeah, it breaks 20, which is like, I think where it belongs is like, you know, in that, uh, you know, if we're, if we're doing these like Disney attractions, this is a, like a, a D level. No, I'm sorry. A, a B level attraction, right? C or a D level attraction. Yeah. A B level attraction. I think I a B know. level attraction would be like men in black. No, that's a D, right? A D ticket. I oh, oh, I don't understand the because it goes backwards. Like thought, E, like E ticket is the best. E is the best. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So like a, yeah. It's like a uh, C or a B or something. It's but it's not the A. <laughs> it's, it's, I think twenty four is where this. We did it again, Ryan. We we're did we're it perfect. Again. We're why? Why are we so damn good at this? I don't know why we doubt ourselves. I I do. (laughs) I have a lifetime of history to prove why I doubt myself. Uh, We'll get into it on the next episode. (laughs) Another episode of Adrian puts Ryan on a couch. Um, (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, so like we said, this in in terms of the doom buggy race, this falls in the, I don't know, the bottom half, let's say Uh, the lowest scoring ride we have still to this date is at 12 points. And that's Triceratops spin in Dino land USA. And our grand uh, victor, as of the moment, is, uh, is as of all the moments, <laughs> as of all the moments in this entire uh, <laughs> in this entire show, has been uh, the um, uh, Tower of Terror at, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. That has a score of like forty eight, forty eight point five. <laughs> and if, if we did tie goes to the ride, it's a forty nine. But we're saying we're with, with we're keeping it at a forty eight point five. Yeah. Because that's when it starts to get into the to the realm where every little point half or full counts. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, Adrian. Uh, how long would you wait for this? Um, I would wait um, zero minutes for this. Five. If, if it's not, if it's not a walk on, 
You'd wait. Yeah, you'd yeah, be like it's five not a walk minutes. Pull, but I, I'll, all right, I'll give it five minutes. Yeah, like I'll two two spins, two rotations of the car. Yeah, I don't want to be standing there for for more than five minutes. No, I agree with that. Uh, I think yeah, may, I, I guess I would do like ten, maybe ten minutes. I don't know. You're not going to have to wait much more than ten minutes. It dev- never gets like too big of a line. In fact, this is one of the rides that uh, during lower capacity uh, times in the park, uh, Universal will shut this one down. Uh, this and their brand new ride. Uh, uh, supercharged what's it uh fast and the furious supercharged they're they're like oh these we'll just shut these shitty rides down <laughs> during yeah. during slow times how long would you wait uh, maybe yeah like 10 i guess like 10 minutes oh yeah maybe like i, I feel true. like i feel like when you're waiting at this ride because of like it's got a good view so you can like check out the view while you're waiting and like there's funny audio and stuff that's happening so the thing about universal is i always feel like the park's like kind of close early so i'm always hyper conscious of my time when i'm there so the difference between waiting 10 minutes for that ride and waiting five for me seems longer than if i was at magic kingdom or because i feel like it's just oh the hours are longer whereas like universal is like it closed at seven it's always closes like a lot earlier yeah that is true that's that's true i um for the last probably like four or five trips that I've made, I've, uh, I've separated my Disney trips and my universal trips. So, so like I, I will do, you know, three days at at universal and I'll stay on property. When you stay on property at universal, uh, depending on which resort you're staying at, you get the, um, the pass, uh, the express pass like free with your stay. And that is a huge, huge boom because, then you don't have to wait in insane lines for, you know, these other rides like Harry Potter or, you know, some of the, some of the, like the longer waiting ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and by not waiting in those, like, I, I don't think that I've gone to universal without being able to do everything that's in the park. Oh, okay. even, See, even though they have like, you know, uh, they, they close earlier or whatever. So, yeah, I'm the opposite. For me, the most I'll give Universal is one day. So I've got to get, like, all of the Universal in that one day that I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot. To, I think that Universal has got a lot going on, and I'm really excited to see what the future has with their new their new park, Epic, which they've uh, re restarted the construction on, which I think is amazing. I heard um, it's going to be Epic. It should be epic. Um, and, or epoch. Uh, I pronounced it weird. Anyways, I think that, you know, epoch like, would be a total ripoff of Epcot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they call their park e- epoch, we'd be like, all right, guys, just stop now. Like, right, come on, dude. Experimental prototype <laughs> of community, of uh, cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. uh, so, moving on. so moving on, um, how drunk are you on a scale of Sideshow Bob to Barney Gumble? Oh, I think I'm Maggie Simpson because I'm like two seconds away from like getting out my glow sticks, putting a pacifier in my mouth and just raging. <laughs> nice. I think uh, after this one, I'm coming in at a respectable Chief Wiggum because I speak with authority, but I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm calling you Chief Wiggum from now on. I don't know who that is, but you look like a Chief Wiggum. (laughs) 
Well, I'll take that as a compliment, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distry and is available every Wednesday on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever your podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those things really help us out. Uh, the, the best way you can help us out is by telling a fellow Disney Parks-loving friend that you like the show and that you want that, that you think that they should listen because – uh, that helps us out more than more than anything, you know. Spread spread the gospel of the dark ride, spread uh, the love, and uh, you should hit us up on uh, at drunkdistory at gmail dot com for uh, for comments um, and uh, and questions and all that kind of stuff. We're uh, we're putting together a uh, an A and R at the bar episode uh, that's going to come out really soon. That has uh, you know all your comments. We got a bunch of them. We'd like to put a bunch more in. So give us a. Give us a quick little write-up. Email us today. Yeah, yeah, for real. If you want in, <laughs> you want to get on that episode. You want to get on that, and if not, if it's not that episode, it'll be one in the future. So don't worry right, about it. But you do know. it today. Yeah, do it right now. <laughs> Why are you still listening? Do it. <laughs> uh, uh, also, follow us on Instagram for a ton of uh, great Disney parks content and super funny stuff. Uh, it's a little bit dark, just like us. Um, you can do that at Drunk Distory. Thanks for joining us, and remember to always keep your kingdom cool. The Simpsons.